Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. Here comes the money. Guys, I'm excited to introduce you to the one, the only, the myth, the man, the legend, Mark Basham is going to be joining us. Mark, just kind of tell the people real quick what you've done in college football, and then we're going to get really going. It's going to be fun to have you on. CJ, unfortunately, this evening, by the way, Mark, flight Nashville, not able to join us, so he'll have to get the, the per- percentages for these picks that you're going to be joining in here later, later on, but just know that. I'm I'm dusting them right now, just just so you know. Blaine, I appreciate you having me on. Uh, In case anybody's ever wondering, I used to work for collegefootballnews.com, and I worked for wvsports.com, the Yahoo and Rivals affiliate for WVU Sports. So I'm glad to be on here. Glad to talk with you, Blaine. Hey, Mark, glad to have you, buddy. And so – Know the wealth of college football knowledge that you bring to the uh, to the table here, man. So I'm I'm excited to to have you on board with us out here on the porch, buddy. Now, want to go ahead and, and, and wanted to start off here by talking about real quickly the new format that we're going to have here for the pick'em. Mark, we're going to kind of uh, going to kind of steal here, steal, borrow, whatever from. Uh, from the guys there at Barstool, we want to do a lock of the week, and you have your card or Saturday Sixer. We were going to have a little debate here tonight on what we wanted to do. Yeah, CJ's not here tonight. I guess me and you get to decide. Okay, I've got the list that you sent me out, so let's get to it. Yeah. What okay. do you think? I'll well, let you go first. Host goes first. Oh yeah, absolutely. But I mean, here first. First, Mark, gotta create these, gotta create these, uh, these belts here. The the, the names. Um, I want to get a couple of nominees here. I want to go a little Joe Lee Kinds, obscure football coaches here. I almost want to go coordinators exclusively. Mm. From the uh. mid nineties, two thousands. I mean. All right, you want me to bring out Steve Dunlap? Okay. That's you really want one. to go heavy? That's <laughs> a good one. I like Steve Dunlap. I like yeah, Steve Dunlap. Dunlap. I love Steve Dunlap. Great guy, always great to talk to. And and where we are Mount State centric, but obviously talking the whole the whole board. I mean, we, we could have thrown a little maybe a little Bill Leg. Although he's getting some heat right oh, now for some, some leg. Yeah. Oh, getting how about heat. some herb hand for you? <laughs> That's a good one. That's there an old school go. one, too. What, Titans there. coach, the beginning of the Rich Rod era? Yeah, he's up at Penn State now, I think. Herb if I remember right. We actually dropped up to Penn Forest. State. We had to yeah. Forest. Yeah. <laughs> we had oh, to don't, Forest. Don't, don't mention the Forest. Hey, on the WVU cast. Relax. Weekend. Relax. Relax. Not the Forest. <laughs> um, okay. So, I mean, strong nominees. We'll, we'll allow CJ be there. We'll have that one be for the percentage, you know, whoever has the best percentage. And then one lock of the week, I I almost kind of want to go with, like, an old-school quarterback for that award. Like, 
the the Casey Clawson Award. Oh, right, right. That was a you know, that's a good one. I'm strong out of the box. I mean, Glennon from Penn State. You remember him, Mike? Right, Mike Glennon. Yeah, Penn State. That's another good one. That's a good one. You want to go real crazy? How about Craig Bellisari, Ohio State lefty, back in the day? (laughs) Oh, Oh, jeez, man. He had better career numbers than Herb Street. Oh, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> but that, that, that wouldn't be too damn hard because Herb Street is oh. obviously doing our job for a reason. Yeah. Because he wants <laughs> to that, actually be an NFL quarterback. If you look <laughs> at Herb Street's career numbers, wow. Yeah. But I'll, wow. I'll, I'll, I'll give you one here. Okay. Blaine. You'll never remember it. Walter Washington. Hold on now. Okay, but hit, hit me with it. I'm, I feel like there's Walter for some Washington, reason. Walter Temple 2003. I remember okay. <laughs> freezing my ass off. We were playing Temple. There were only 30,000 people in the stands. There was a foot of snow in the ground. And one of my dad's best friends came up to the game with us. And he was fat as hell. And his ass was showing, <laughs> and he was sitting in the snow. A little bummer. Like, is the best damn time I've ever had in my life. Oh, hey, <laughs> that's a true mountaineer for you, right there. Yeah, but oh, Walter Washington—that that's a good one. That that really that's that that be that's gonna be tough to beat. That's gonna be tough to beat, Mark. I, <laughs> I think well, that Walter Washington is is definitely the lock of the week. There you go. Uh, and the idea of this <laughs> idea is we're going to have everybody that's kind of with us here on the porch make, make a pick. Maybe get the golf nerds involved as well, Mark, and you'll learn yeah. you'll learn to love those guys. Uh, oh, yeah. I know, I know, sure. I know you. I know you enjoy your tea times as well. Um, oh, yeah. Hey, by the way, might be doing one in Glen here before a road game coming up soon. So, yeah, I'd like stay it. Tuned. I mean, it'd be nice. Stay <laughs> tuned. Stay tuned. We, we we got we got some connections up there and. And Daniels, I know, we'll, and we'll make it happen. So, Mark, first, next thing we kind of want to we get to. I think we've definitely solidified the Walter Washington. <laughs> 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 I'm fully on board with that after hearing that story. You're complete. You're completely yeah. damn shocked on that one, aren't you? <laughs> well, that's that's a good one though. I'm like, hey, put it this way: I wasn't expecting to get a Walter Washington drop tonight, and then also the story. That went along with Walter Washington, <laughs> I think, is uh, the number one reason why yeah. we're going to give him that title. Hold on to your butts. So, Mark, we're heading in now. We just had the third Saturday of October, Halloween weekend, quickly upon us. Uh-huh. The number of undefeateds slowly dwindling every week. The fact, what was it, like 15 last week? I, I believe. Think, I think so. It's down to, what, eight now, I think. Eight or seven or six, somewhere it's, around there. It's, uh, you know what? I've got it right here, Mark. We've got three in the SEC, two in the ACC, one in the, one in the Big 12, two in the Big 10, and then one in the Pac-12 for a whopping, man, math on the fly is hard, but nine. <laughs> I'm bad at math. Oh, that's why I went to law school and I'm a journalism major. So, <laughs> hey, hey, know your strengths and exactly play to them. Um, yeah. Like some football teams should probably do that. 
<laughs> Marshall, oh, exactly. Uh, <laughs> and so, um, now, oh, well, they're they're we'll definitely let, not we'll let team anymore. Talk about that one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's a lot to get into there, but um, Mark kind of wanted wanted to get into and, and kind of talk about these undefeateds a little bit here now, and where we think these undefeateds are kind of kind of finally lose their perfect dream season. Um, okay. If you, if you want, honestly, I think Ole Miss is really open for an upset this weekend. LSU, they're still trying to find their rhythm a little bit under Brian Kelly. Brian Kelly's bringing in a new culture down there in Baton Rouge, obviously, and also bring in a new uh, kind of dialect. Oh, yeah, well. new dialect. He's he's world famous for that Louisiana accent. Absolutely. Like, I mean, it is, it is, Y'all it is something. Go get, goes, go get some crab fish. <laughs> crawdads. I'm going to get me some crawdads and watch Zach Pike throw yeah. the football. Um, but, but I think uh, Ole Miss, they've punched – above their weight for most of the season. They've been really close in a lot of games, and I believe that LSU, this is the perfect opportunity for Brian Kelly to cement himself as, hey. and his culture, that I'm the head coach of LSU. This is the culture we believe in, and we are going to win. So, And Lane Kiffin at Ole Miss, I think Kiffin is still looking – Pass Ole Miss. Ooh, he's hold on got now, his Martins. foot one. He's got one foot out the door. Man, okay. Now I, another job. I'm I'm going I'm I'm going to go ahead and vehemently disagree with that about Kiffin. Now, man, come to the sip. I love what he's doing there. Oxford's a dude, great place. He knows dude, he can win there. Dude, he loves dude. it. If Auburn called tomorrow when they fire Harson, which is going to happen. I think Kiffin would just be on the first plane out there. <laughs> oh, man. It's just like, it's just like Tommy Tuberville. Uh, Tuberville when 2.0. he left Ole Miss for Auburn, uh, I, said, they won't take me out unless it's in a pine box. And two days later, he was down in Auburn. So, yeah, I think Kiffin, he's the kind of guy that would do something like that. I feel like he's rehabbing his, his image, Mark, in Mississippi. But. I'm with you on the fact that I think Ole Miss is definitely susceptible this week. I mean, Jackson Dart's been pretty good, but they've, they've struggled in some games. LSU's kind of yo-yoing, though, dude, and that's where I'm not sure about it. And I kind of feel like for some reason it's setting up for Bama to be coming into an undefeated Ole Miss, and then, boom, they knock them down, and then Bama's right back in everybody's face. That's just kind of a weird feeling I have. Um always the way Nick Saban worked. You know, all that stuff you write about how good we are and all that stuff they hear on ESPN, it's like poison. You know what I mean? It's like taking poison, like rat poison. You're thinking Ole Miss is losing down, down the bayou this weekend. Yeah, I think they're losing the bayou. But if they don't, can they beat uh, A&M at Cowfield at night next Saturday? Absolutely. I think yeah. A&M is completely overrated. I uh, as a West Virginian, you gotta support Jimbo Fisher. Just you gotta always support your native. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Once, but, once a once a uh, West Virginian, you know. 
Yeah, once West Virginian, always West Virginian. But I think Jimbo is in over his head a little bit at A&M. He's kind of, kind of phoning it in a little bit, I'd say, because I've noticed – I mean, offensively, his team has been terrible this season. And no, no quarterback, Mark. I mean, yeah, exactly. They, they've been terrible. And I would actually say my upset of the week would be South Carolina beating A&M. Ooh. That'd be we're, my upset of the we're, week. We're going to get to that here in a minute. Um, so, I, I, I think I, Ole Miss doesn't have to worry about A&M because they're going to be picking themselves in the ass. Yeah, about losing this one to LSU. If they do get by these next two, Mark, They've got Bam at home and a trip to Arkansas and the Egg Bowl. Like Ole Miss will not not be a team that we see going twelve and zero. Um, I, I want to stay. I just, we I don't. don't we don't know what the hell that Arkansas brings to the table because they've been hit or miss the entire season. Yeah, it's and weird. And I like KJ Jefferson, but they're they are an odd an odd Jeff, team to figure Jefferson's out. Jefferson's great, but Sam Pittman. He's put together a great team, but you don't really know what you're going to get from one day to the other. And the same thing is with Florida, too. Oh, Something yeah. Something like that with Billy Napier down in Florida. And Ooh, it, it, it's a guy in his first year with, at Florida with Napier, so I think he's going to get that thing eventually turned around in the right direction, whereas, like, you know. You, well, we thought, that, we thought the same thing with Dan Mullen, and he did it for four years, and then he had one bad season, and they – Booted him, dude. So. College football is becoming so. Oh man, it's becoming so volatile for coaches. It's it's like, man, you, you, you literally it's Russian roulette, dude. Oh yeah, man. You're, you're... How, about, how about this? Let me ask you a question. Let me take this. Uh, where do you think Dan Mullen's going to end up coaching next? Ooh. Um, I could see Auburn. Um. Yeah. Fair. Very fair. I don't know, though. Maybe it's time to get out of the SEC if I'm him. Mm-hmm. I could see maybe him kind of taking the job once somebody fills one of these bigger jobs, kind of being off the carousel, but then, like, hopping in when somebody takes a really good job. Arizona State. Mark I know. it down right now. Arizona really? State. Yeah, okay. I'm saying right now, Arizona State, Dan Mullen. They want the uh, kind of flashy hire. Yeah. That's why they hired Herm Edwards to begin hey. with. And Dan Mullen would be kind of a flashy hire for hey. Tempe. He would be a flashy hire there. I mean, got a pedigree. Yeah. Flashiest hire of all, though, Mark. Okay. Yeah. Prime. Coach Prime. Just for the simple fact that you're in a uniform, you're getting ready to strap on a helmet. Brand new at that. You should know. It's time. Dion. Where's he going? Oh, God. Somebody's taking him. I know a lot of people say that he might go to Georgia Tech just because the Atlanta connection. Interesting. But the coach they have at Georgia Tech, I honestly don't remember his name off the top of my head. The old coach or the interim? The interim. Okay. He's been doing the old coach Jeff Collins was terrible, but yeah. uh, man, he had a tough job to to format that and to change that whole program from what they I, were. 
Yeah, but still, you can change a program within three years, even if you're trying to change from a triple option to an air raid. It's true. You can do that. It's, it's within possible. three years of recruiting everything. But the coach that's the interim right now, he's a George Tech guy through and through. So I don't think – I think they're going to end up hiring him. Hey, Mark. Coach Brom. Real quick. And yeah. before you before you throw his name out for where you think, any possibility that the, the Noel Divine connection – we see him in Morgantown if Neil were to be let go here in the next couple of years. <laughs> I would love it. I mean, I, I wouldn't be against it, but I think Coach Prom, he's going to be sticking in the South. south. Yeah. yeah. I think I you're think, probably right. I think Auburn. I, I do too. I do too. Thought. I do too, Mark. Yeah. I said that last week. 100%. It's going to be Auburn. I think he's got, they know they've got to compete with Saban. Yeah. And they, this might be the only way they can do it. If Auburn doesn't hire Dion this cycle, then they the will next eventually. Cycle, Florida State will fire Norvell and hire Dion at Florida State. Hey, I, I could see Florida so State bringing him back, bring him back home. Yeah, yeah, as you could say. Hey, Mark, speaking of the ACC. Clemson Syracuse this weekend. One of those undefeated teams will be down. Uh, we haven't I mean, seen a we haven't seen a Syracuse team undefeated like this since something that happened. <laughs> no, well, you know what? They had that one weird year where Troy Noons was the starting quarterback. Oh and, yeah, and Dwight Freeney was like wrecking havoc, and they made it to like midway point of the year, like. Yeah. Undefeated, and then they got wrecked by I think it was Virginia Tech or something like that. They also had that one good year when Greg Paulus was the quarterback. <laughs> yeah, you remember that one? I do. I do remember Greg. <laughs> and Paulus. we ended up um, playing him in the pinstripe bowl. Hold on, he was the quarterback against us in that game. He was, yes. Oh my gosh! Well, I just remember the tight ends just running wild, and Doug Marone just like yeah, they just, just did tight end. I mean, salivating seeing us on film, like whew. ran tight end. Oh, good Lord. At Yankee that Stadium, was, too, by the way. Oh. Yeah, that was annoying. Oh, that was bad. That was bad. That was a bad damn day. Hey, I, man, I would love to see Donovan McNabb and Syracuse get back to being, like, respectable like they I, were. Old school Mountaineers, thought, like Pascaloni. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Versus thought, Nealon. I, and, and, man, I'm, I'm uh, McPherson versus Nealon. Like, those rivalries in the 80s, that was some unbelievable stuff. I'd also like to go to Syracuse and get that Dino's Barbecue one time. Oh, Dinosaur's Barbecue. Dinosaur's. Oh, okay. Okay. You're thinking Dino Papers. I guess so. Well, maybe I'm just thinking Dinosaur's Dino's, Dino, whatever. Yeah, I've been to Dinosaur's Barbecue several times. I love it. It's the best barbecue north of the Mason-Dixon line. I can say that. Hey, are they celebrating Saturday there, or are they going to get worked by Clemson? Clemson... Right now, I'm looking at it. They're a 13-and-a-half-point favorite, and it's in Death Valley. I think Clemson's going to win, but I think Syracuse will cover. I like Dino Babers. I mean, I love the way he coaches. I love the energy that he has. He sounds like a typical Southern preacher whenever you hear him talk to his players. He's just getting you up 
off your feet and giving that energy. And I think that's what Syracuse needs. I think they will stick within the 13-and-a-half point, but in the fourth quarter, that's where Clemson and the experience and DJ Uganlea Hey, if you want to call him, if you want to call him DJ Luke Ukulele, we're allowing that too. Okay. All right. Well, that's fine. But I think that's, (laughs) I think what that's where DJ and Clemson, their offense, Syracuse will be probably tied. I'd say going into the fourth quarter, Clemson will pull away and at home by about ten at home. See, Mark, I'd say about ten. I tell you this, I, I kind of like your pick on that. And also, the, the total sitting there at 49 in the hook in that game, I, I think 49? That, Is that really the total yeah, on that one? I kind of like that. I think that, that like, one of these teams – but then again, I could easily see this thing finishing 28-17 very easily. Like, so – yeah, it feels good at forty nine and a half, but mm, I don't know because it's Syracuse going to score enough to get you there. I'm not sure they do. I, they're going to. It's going to go over. I think. I mean, with DJ and Clemson, they're going to want to make a statement, especially against a Syracuse team that's top fifteen currently ranked and undefeated right now. I think they're so, overrated, though. I, oh, obviously, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. They're overrated, but. That's and that offense is starting Clemson to hum a little bit for Clemson. I mean, they scored over 30 needs. every game. That's what Clemson needs. Clemson needs to do a complete blowout game, you know? Yeah. I'm with you on that, Mark. So, that'll that'll mean that Clemson's the last team in the ACC undefeated. It's a big if, but if Syracuse somehow won this game, uh-huh. where's their loss? Like, next week to Notre Dame at home, Pitt on the road, Florida State, like, Wake, like, I could see them losing a few more times down the stretch, too. Absolutely. I mean, Syracuse, they're playing with uh, house money at this point. I mean, That's Sh- all you can say. Schrader's been great, and Tucker, I really like that kid. He's very, very yeah. good. Average over 100 yards a yeah. game. Is this is this the Andre Gatton's son as well? I'm not sure, to be honest with you. I mean, it's spelled Maybe. too much like it. And how many Gadsons yeah. are in the world? And he's from Fort Lauderdale. True. Yeah. Six five two fifteen. I know he's a big guy. Like, yeah. man, I think Syracuse is going to hang. Like you said, Mark, I think they're going to be fired but, up, ready to go, but won't be able to pull it I off. Think, I think it'll end up – I think they can get through Pitt. I think Pitt is a weak team fundamentally. And that's no uh, – a bias whatsoever on that one. <laughs> none, none, none. None whatsoever. Pitt's a fundamentally weak, weaker team. They're even thinking about benching Slovis. But really, well, that potty yes, mouth. Little... I've heard that, but I think Wake will be the big test for Syracuse. Yeah, I like Wake a lot. If if they get by Clemson. Then we see Wake. I love Wake. I love their quarterback, what he's doing. I love what Clawson's done down there in Winston-Salem. And I think he's built a great culture, a great program, and I think that they need to just keep rolling with the punches on there and they can maybe start to contend with teams like Clemson, teams like Syracuse, Pitt, Virginia Tech, UVA, 
on and on and on. Hey, you look at them the last two years, and Wake has been very good with Hartman, man. Very, very good. Uh, Hartman, uh, Hartman's a great quarterback. And, God, and you, know, you couldn't say anything much better about him. No. And the way they run that mesh is very interesting, too. Uh, I, I love it. Um, yeah. So it's it, a lot different than what Jeff Mullen ran. At, oh, but uh, <laughs> you can edit that, that part. Enough, enough about want. that. Hey, Mark, I, I'm starting to think, though, Clemson may run the table, although they've got pitfall games if they don't lose this one. At Notre Dame at night, I know the Irish aren't great this year, but I could see it being a slugfest. They find a way to beat them. Miami's got talent. It's not been – it hasn't been used well this year, but they've got talent. And then South Carolina, I feel like they're due to eventually get them. Well, South Carolina, it seems like they've got a little bit more mojo with them. Of late, day. yeah. Under Shane Beamer. Shane Beamer really has them – I'm flexing themselves a little bit more. Have you seen that video with Beamer putting on the sunglasses and dancing in the locker room? I have seen it. You haven't seen it? I have seen it. Yeah. There there is a little bit of uh, some mojo going on. There's some mojo going on in South Carolina. I think that might be possible. I don't see anything in terms of mojo from the U. I think it's, Miami's a little bit kind of dead weight at this point. They're just waiting on their sixth win to be able to actually go to the uh, Cheez-It Bowl. Ooh, you know you want to go to the Cheez-It Bowl. Who's feeling the cheesiest coach? Oh, who's I mean, the cheesiest coach? Ooh, that's the best commercial on college football Saturdays, by the way. <laughs> it easily is. Yeah. Team. It's been a grind, but I think I've aged you well. Some might say perfect. Who's ready to show them who's the cheesiest? I woke up feeling the cheesiest coach. You right now this box, and it's literally the Home Depot, which is uh-huh. unreal. We're talking about college football, and then just I see the Home Depot right in front of me. It's like game day is like literally right staring me like I can't get away from it. Um, God bless Lee Corso, the yes. uh, the English. The British have the Queen and the King. And we, we have, have Lee. Corso and Dolly Parton. <laughs> protect them at all costs. Yeah, protect them at all costs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and good to see Lee back. And Pat's been a great addition to that show this year, man. It's been great to yeah, watch. Pat's he did that been clip. good. Oh, That's... real good. And you knew he would be. Um, oh, yeah. I've, I've, you know I've known Pat since oh. we were in college. So. Yeah. And it, well, you knew he was going to – you knew he was going to bring – Bring the oh, fire. It's, hey. always, it's always funny when people mention him online saying, oh, it's an act and everything. I'm like, no. Nah. I've known Pat since we were in college. He is like that 24-7. <laughs> That's his energy. That's his like personality. He's on 24-7. <laughs> but he's just living life. Um, yeah. He's living man, his best life. I mean, that Tiger story that he talks about in the in the uh, in the stand up that he did is the best. Yeah. Hey, speaking of fireworks, okay. uh, Mark, um, Tennessee last week with the win over oh. Bama. Where, oh, where, yeah. where are we thinking? I mean, Tennessee coming up. They still got a trip to Georgia down between the hedges, November fifth. They got Kentucky at home on the 29th. Um, 
And think about those, though. They still got to go at South Carolina. Like, I want to see the Vols in the playoff, buddy. Do you I'll, Do you kind of feel them being there? I would love it. I don't see them getting past Georgia. Now, do you think I'll, they have I'll, to beat Georgia, though, to get in? Honestly, I think they're going to trip up. They're going to trip up. They got Tennessee Martin coming up next week. That one won't happen. Yeah. But <laughs> then they have Kentucky. Now, Kentucky's tough. That's the ultimate trap game before going to Athens. Yes, and I think they avoid ultimate that. Ultimate trap game. Yeah. I think Kentucky will upset Tennessee before. Ooh. Kneeling at night and you're calling it on Halloween weekend. Okay. Okay, Mark. I like yeah. it. I, I, I'm, hey, I'm getting bold here, man. <laughs> hey, college football gets weird, and that's a weird spot. I'd like it more if it was at the big grocery store there yeah, in, in Lexington. But, uh, okay. Um, I'm saying collision course for Michigan and Ohio State to play at the end of the year. Do you see – I mean uh, – Honestly, I don't really know – like – the Big 12 is kind of a screw – or the Big 10, excuse me. It's kind of a screwy situation this year. So, Ohio State, the only really obstacle they have left is Penn State. And Penn State's already proven that they can flop. Oh, 100%. Dime. Yeah, they can flop on a dime. Yeah, 100%. And then, and then maybe – maybe, you know what else, too, about that game for Ohio State, Penn State, Mark? Yeah. Penn State's playing that game at noon instead of at night. I think that really kind of helps Ohio State in that game. Gotta love Fox Big 12 noon. Oh, man. The big big noon Saturday. Big man. noon. Big noon. Sa- I keep saying Big 12, but yeah, big noon Saturday. <laughs> hey, I, don't, I mean, the, the idea was program, to have a lot of big I'm 10 programmed and big in my mind to say Big 12. Yeah. <laughs> it's, hey, it's easy. It's easy to do. That's for sure. Yeah. I, but I mean, Maryland, I'm with you on that. Maryland could be a good trip up game for Ooh. Ohio State, and it's almost happened a few times before at Maryland when Maryland hasn't even been this competent. So I'm with you. Yeah. They're playing in College Park. Snake College Park's not really a uh, big home field advantage. I I've been to several West Virginia Maryland games in the past. And Maryland fans really don't show up much, but they might for Ohio State. But that's heading into the week before Michigan, Ohio State. So that's and Loxley has the offense going pretty good in Maryland with uh Tungavaloa. Old Tylea. Yeah. He's doing pretty good and he's looking good, so I mean, who knows? That, that might be something for an upset. Possible. Possible. Um, Michigan spots beforehand. Illinois is interesting. I kind of like what Bilma's doing. I like Man. it. Yeah. But they – I feel like they're they're looking strong right now. I, I love the Cats. They, they, they also have Michigan State, I mean, this coming – or next weekend. You never know. You never I mean, know. It's a rivalry know. game. Yeah, it's it's anything's possible. Um, Mark, we haven't talked about Georgia yet in the SEC, uh, and we haven't talked about UCLA or TCU yet. Now, I think TCU, as good as they've been, I think they're they're, they're due to take an L here soon as well. Um, 
Well, I've got a spot. I'm calling it in. Next weekend because I'm going to be at the game. I'm with you. I think it's possible. I hope they don't lose this weekend, though, to, to Kansas State first. Um, because then that just kind of makes it a little less fun, right? But, like, they yeah, also have Texas uh, at Baylor. Like, the Big 12 is tough. And TCU, while they've been great, and Duggan's been a great story. Duggan's, uh, Duggan's the best quarterback in the Big 12. I mean, it's crazy. I, used, I mean, I've down on him for years, Mark, and this year he has shown up 16 yeah. touchdowns to one interception. It's and unbelievable. Dude, oh, and old Quentin Johnston. He's been Yeah, Johnston. I mean, there's no weak link in the TCU offense. Sonny Dykes, he spent some time at SMU, and he's perfected his offense, and he's brought it to TCU just right down the street. Yeah, and he just plugged in and played, and with Duggan Johnson, like you said, it's worked out perfectly. Yeah, and the, and there's still a little, and there's still enough Patterson flavor on that defensive side that they're like the culture is still kind of remnant of that, to where they're able to make enough plays on defense to win these games. But yeah, I'm with you, Mark. I'm hoping Halloween weekend at Morgantown could get weird for TCU. I'm guessing. I'm guessing for the K-State TCU game, I think TCU will win, but K-State's going to keep it close, probably about 35 to 24. I'd say that's uh I mean that the will... line the line on that game is is three and a half. The total's 53. I... So I'm getting around there. Yeah. I think, I, it, like, if it got much higher, I'd be all over uh, K-State. But, like, three feels about right. Like, they've done a pretty good job. That's why they built the towers out there, you know. Well, I, still, I think TCU, they'll so get by a touchdown. I, I like the – I love the total of 53, though. That seems like an yeah. easy over. Um, I'd easily pick the over on that one. Yeah, I don't think there's much – and for our game against TCU, good God, can you predict the over/under <laughs> on that one? Are we going to get to Oklahoma-like level from uh, 2018, Greer, Greer Murray? Like that good. biggest total wanna, I've ever seen in my life. Do um, you wanna, no, do you want to get the 2012 Baylor game level? Ooh. <laughs> what was that before? But I like to know. 7063. Whatever, what no, I mean, whatever that total was. Good lord. <laughs> um, he probably had it in the end of the second quarter. Um. Some hey, bookie in Vegas lost his job that day. Uh, yeah, that somebody, one. some there was a new director of uh, sports gambling uh, <laughs> after that one. Um, hey, speaking of a high total this weekend, is this where UCLA finally goes down? Ooh, in Eugene, I kind of like Oregon this week. Although, man, DTR is so tough, playing I mean, so good. Bo Nix is great for Oregon, but uh, also, great, but Bo Nix is still Bo Nix. Hey, but Zach, Zach, that's uh, the whole thing. Oh, old, old Bo- Zach, old Zach Charbonnet, or man, I can't say his name, but dude, he's been running the football well for UCLA. But, like, uh, yeah, they're, they're he's tough. been doing they great. Are. DTR is amazing. He's had, I mean, he was one of the highest recruited players out of high school. Yep, and he went to UCLA, and he's finally proving himself this season. Bo Nix had his chance at Auburn. He's screwed it up, and he's playing at Oregon, and they've done good outside of the first game. Oh, obviously. yeah. But 
he's still Bo Nix. <laughs> I feel like everyone's like, he Bo Nix is still Bo Nix. He screws up in the biggest opportunities possible. And I think he will screw up completely. I think UCLA, I'll give, actually, I'll give him about four points. I'd say UCLA by four. 70 and a half. Whew. 70 and a half, Jesus. Big number. Big number. Big number at 70 Under. Under. I think you're probably right, Mark. Man, you look at these teams are – they've been scoring 45 every week. Um, Yeah. uh, I still think it'll be under. Yeah. And that's – just set up for that situation. It is. It is. I mean, because that's such a big number. Like, and if one team kind of runs the rock a little bit, maybe Bonex using the running game or DTR – yeah, scrambles makes a few plays, maybe a couple turnovers. You don't have a lot of margin for error at seventy and a half. No, not at all, um, man. And so the final team that we uh, talking about on the undefeateds, and maybe it's because they're, you know, the defending uh, national champions. But Georgia, do you have them? Do you have any spot on them, Mark? Where you're like, ah, I think they go down. Uh, Tough well, schedule though for them, really. Yeah, they have this week off. So that's good for them. Heading, you can't lose on the bye week. So I've been told. Yeah, it's on the bye week heading into the world's largest outdoor cocktail party. Oh, they don't get to call it that anymore, Mark. What is it? If they (laughs) they took it away, you remember that? I mean, it's still that. I know, but but I still call it that because I still want to go to that game more than any other game because I've had heard so many stories about that. Oh man, I've I've had good nights in Jacksonville that I can't really say on this broadcast because we're trying to be PG-13. Try, try, <laughs> trying to be fam- family-oriented. Yeah, family-oriented. Um, but I love Jacksonville. I love that. I, Florida, Georgia, it just it brings out different kind of a feeling, you know? Do so you think Billy Napier might sneak around there? It wouldn't surprise me with Richardson and everything. I think Florida could possibly a little live dog. Okay, Georgia's going to be looking ahead for the next yeah. week with to Tennessee. Tennessee. Crazy that they're looking ahead to the cock ahead and of the cocktail party. You got the cocktail party in Jacksonville. I think Florida's got a shot at it, man. And dude, okay, even if that doesn't happen, and then even if Tennessee doesn't happen, like going to Stark Vegas. That could get interesting with, with the pirate, and then they got to go to the grocery store and play Kentucky and that defense True. that's been well, gunning for them for a while. Well, like, for one, you they never get a know. breather when they play uh, against Georgia Tech in that old clean fashion hate rivalry. Like, good gosh, they got a hell of a stretch. They really do. I mean, Mississippi State. I mean, you never know what the hell Mike Lee's going <laughs> to bring to the table. Man, I, and they, I, they, I love every I, minute of it. It could be a nine to three game, or it could be fifty three to seventeen. <laughs> Nobody ever knows with Mike Leach. And then Kentucky soups. He's got some good stuff working with Kentucky. He does. It depends on if Levis gets back. Depends on his health and how he's doing. I'm not sure. Do you know? Now he Levis did play some play last week. He did. Okay. Yeah. Now, I mean, yeah, he, he's so. a little banged up, but he did play. Okay, so I didn't see that game. 
So that's good. <laughs> it's tough. It's tough to get them all on a Saturday morning. When it's SEC, dude, you can go there. You could be going like clicking eight at a time. If you don't have double screen, or like dude. even if you have double screen, sometimes it's just like, what the world do you do on a college dude, football Saturday? And then I you have... throw in playoff baseball too this past weekend. Wow. <laughs> I have a big screen. I've got a laptop. I've got a tablet. And I've got a phone going all four at the same time. And I'm still not able to keep up with half of the stuff. Yeah. I mean, there's, you, you, you could but go. You're mentioning, though, clean old-fashioned hate. He's, well, I think that one's going to be a loss. <laughs> <laughs> For tech. Yeah. 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 I'd say probably a pretty good chance. And hold on. That, that is still the name of that, right? Or did I miss yeah, it? Did I okay. I wasn't sure. Because, like, doesn't Auburn have one? No, that's the Deep South oldest rivalry, right? Yeah, Deep South oldest rivalry. That's right. Auburn, Georgia. Yeah. Man, the fact they've already played that this year and it was 42 to 10 is a little disappointing. Whew, like, <laughs> man, Auburn's bad. Like you said, Coach Prime going to come save the Tigers. That's right. I hey. still think, yeah. Um, they're just looking for a reason to fire Harson at this point, aren't they? Oh yeah, it's a matter of time, not not if, but when. Um, as somebody that lived in Idaho, Ooh. I yeah. know people that would have loved to get him fired whenever whenever he was at Boise State. Really? So, so Harson, that he got the Auburn job to begin with was a huge shock to me. So, Harson, uh, maybe not the most reputable dude. Nah. Kind of what, what we're hearing. More of a Mac guy. Oh, okay, okay, man. <laughs> no love for the action there, Mark. I love it. Hey, I always hey, got to throw in something for the action. Oh, dude. I'm, I can't wait for it to start here in like two weeks from now. It's going to be great. Oh, yeah. um, so, we're, let's get to the slate here, brother. You're looking at this kind of one of these nooners here early here. Iowa, Ohio State, 30 points, the amount of candy you get with the Hawkeyes. Totals at 50. But, like, man, Iowa's offense is so bad. It's just tough to even kind of, like, lean into that one and hold your nose. But their defense is good enough, right? Like, uh, I don't know, man. They only averaged 14.7 points a game, dude. That's the problem you have to think. Iowa's offense is so damn bad. I mean, Ferentz. The fact that he gives his son the offensive coordinator position and the kind of uh, <laughs> just being able to keep him there, I don't know what the hell to say. <laughs> I mean, it's bad. Brian, Brian Ferentz is an anomaly. I don't know why the hell he still has a offensive coordinator position. Yeah. <laughs> There's no reason he should, but he does. No, so. no, but Ohio State's going to blow them out of the water. It's not even going to be close. I mean, it's 30 points, though. Uh, I mean, that's 30 points. And I was a pretty proud program. I think they're going to, this is going to be the death of Iowa. I think Ohio State's going to blow them out 30 points. Yes. Okay. So you're laying laying the wood with Ohio State. All right. Laying the wood on Ohio State, 30 points. I don't love the total, though. I I wouldn't get into that at all. Um, We already talked about earlier Syracuse-Clemson at noon that we like Dabo to hold that tiger. Yeah. That's that's Eddie O. 
<laughs> I went. I went Eddie Yeo. Dabo's bring your own guts again. He, I just want Orgeron back in college Mike, football so bad, Mark. Do I? I just want Orgeron back in college football so bad. <laughs> Having a gumbo. Oh, <laughs> oh man! Where I just want you, him back. Where can you find him though? Where, where do you think he would go? Where Eddie Yeo, Coach O. Where do you think man. be a good position for him? Morgantown. Ooh. No. No. Okay. It's gonna be Gibby. Just be honest <laughs> with yourself. <laughs> oh man, I don't know. I want Neil to win, okay? But um we'll, we'll I'll, get I'll, I'll never I'll never cheer against WVU. But yeah, I don't think Neil's gonna hmm. it'll I'm be not sure he's gonna last. You, you you get along with our boy um our boy Mike in the WV show. We'll have to bring you out there for the WV show here, Mike. And I, I know you'd enjoy that. Um, so we talking earlier, we're all in on Clemson uh, winning that game. Yeah. Another nooner here in covering Cincinnati SMU. Cincinnati, three and a half point favorite on the road down there in Dallas at old Gerald Ford Stadium there for the, for the Stangs. 58 and a half is the total. I'm feeling Cincinnati, Mark, and Ben Bryant there and their ability to just kind of – their culture winning. But I'm, it's a weird game that I could see SMU winning this easily with Tanner Mordecai. I mean, you know me. I'm a huge Bengals fan, but I got to ride with the Pony Express. I think SMU's got something going for them right now. Okay. And I think they're going to continue it. Okay. I mean, I can see where you're going there. I mean, they're, they're scoring points, and they were actually playing. I think, the, I think it'll be the over, too. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, I mean, that's that number's definitely attainable sitting there at 58 and a half. Yeah. That's Easily. Easy. That's easy. Yeah. I'm with you on that. Uh, and Cincinnati's, you know, it's a pretty good program there. Cincinnati, and I, I can't wait. Cincinnati's been a little bit rough around the edges this season. They have. Like, so. They have. But you know what, though? Rough but around the edges – in a good way. They've shown some character. Yeah. But SMU, they've played tough competition and they've performed well against tough competition. Yeah. So I think this game with Cincinnati, it might be the uh, bellwether game for their entire season. Yep. And kind of show what they're about, be their big signature win. I, I, yeah. I, I can definitely see that. Um, Kansas Baylor, our next contest there at noon. Mark, I love Baylor getting giving the ten here to to the Jayhawks. No Daniels, you've got Jordan Beam playing. Even if Shapin's not back, uh, I think that Baylor's going to come in here and be a little disappointed in what happened last Thursday and, and have a statement win. Yeah, Baylor's definitely going to have some sort of chip on their shoulder, but Kansas is also going to have a chip on their shoulder too because they were America's sweetheart. Two weeks ago. They really were. And now they're just back to being a middle-of-the-pack Big 12 team. So yeah. you're going to have to see what they bring to the table. Bean is a good quarterback. I'm not he is. Lie. He is good. He's and it's not like they've gotten – Yeah, He's it's not, not like they've gotten blown out. I mean, they, they lost a t- tight one to, to TCU, and they lost a 10-point game on the road in Norman where yeah. they just couldn't get a stop. I mean, exactly. So yeah. it's a coin flip, really, on that one. 
But I think Baylor will end up winning that. It was kind of like when WVU played Kansas earlier this season. Could have won either way. Yeah. Gone either way. In in 58, the total in that, I kind of like that a lot, but I'm also a little nervous of it too. Really? Okay. Hell the 12 yeah. overs were back, Mark. That's Hell yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's like a stone cold right there. Give him one. Um, <laughs> give me a what? Um, what? Indiana, Indiana Rutgers. Whew. On the banks of the old – on the yeah, old Inland Pangy there, man. I, dude, I feel like – and I don't know why chop that wood like Rutgers wins this game. But then again, I think about it again, and I'm like, man, Indiana's a lot better. <laughs> like, 48's the total. Like, oh, man. Are, 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 you have action on this? Because I feel like I might, to be quite honest. I'm going under and Indiana. Okay. I, I feel I like feel Indiana, I mean, they're the better team, obviously. But like you said, right on the banks, right in Piscataway, you never know what Shiana's going to be chopping. Whenever we get to game time, but I still think Indiana has the better talent. They're the better team, and better quarterback should, too. I mean, yeah, absolutely, yeah. They should be able to pull away pretty easily on that game. Yeah, you'd like to think it's it's weird that the boys out in the desert have Rutgers as three points even at home. Um, okay, we only talk about it because well, it's pretty good, you know, and uh, oh, Dana. Oh, Dana going to, to Navy. Mark went to Navy last year, by the way. Uh, phenomenal trip. Great company. Seeing people, seeing seeing that pageantry. They're a three-point dog to Dana. <clears throat> Pretty good. What are you thinking? Well, I know what Dana Holgerson's opinion is about me as a human being. Um, <laughs> I won't. You don't have to go there, Mark. It's all good. It's all good. I won't go there. (laughs) I'll just say the last time I saw Dana, he was ramming the back end of my golf cart down at Glade Springs and laughing his ass off. Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) Dana doesn't like me. We'll put it that way. So you like like Navy? (laughs) I think Dana will win. I think Houston will win. Houston's got the better team. Navy's been struggling this season, if I yeah. remember yeah. correctly. Yeah, two, two and four. And, and yeah, I've been keeping up with them. But, yeah, I think uh, Dana will pull off the win. And he needs it because he's well, trying to pretty much coach for his job right Yeah, now. I will say, though, Mark, Navy getting better as the year goes. They had a tight one with SMU last week. And they lost the Air Force in a tight one as well. So, they're, they're getting better. But they've been bad the last couple of years now. Um, yeah. But, man, what a Ken, team that is. I, I love yeah, that play. Ken, however you pronounce his last name, Napatalu. Yes. What it is, yeah. That's close. He, <laughs> yeah. yeah I mean, he's been a hell of a coach for Navy. Coach Ken. The last few years. But, uh the triple option can only take you so far, you know? Yeah, it, it, it really can. It's it's not the 90s anymore. Um, yeah. We anything, ain't anything else in that? <laughs> yeah, no, that's true, man. Free time Osborne. Um, anything else in that noon window there, uh, Mark, up into 3.30 that you kind of liked or kind of had your eye on in any of the action games? 
Yeah, man. Um, I like Army against uh, ULM. I mean, Tommy or Terry Bowden has something going at ULM a little bit. Army has something to prove. I think Army might run away with this because of their unconventional offense, like we talked about with the triple option. So, Army over ULM. Interesting. I. Interesting pick, Mark, and I kind of like that. Honestly, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know enough about UNL, ULM to to like be like. Ah, I don't. I don't like it a lot. But they do give up thirty six points a game, and they they give up a lot of yards rushing per contest, like yeah. uh, one hundred and fifty. So yeah, I'd say Army's probably going to be able to roll it on the ground. I have to, uh-huh. have to get and in there with you if we want to get uh, more conventional. We got Duke Miami. Okay, I think Miami Cristobal's gotta set a standard for. Got to respond. Yeah, he's got to respond. He's got to set a standard, and I think this is the day he does it. Nobody's going to a damn game at Hard Rock Field. Nobody is. <laughs> no, they're not. Nobody's really going there for the Dolphins, even at this point. So, it's been a rough go for Miami. Hey, Mark, I'm going to disagree with you, though. I think Duke covers that spread. I think Duke might win on the field. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I like what they've been doing lately. They lost a tight win in North Carolina. That was that was close, and that was a good game. Yeah, it was a great game. Like, out there, Wallace Wade, Aaron Durham, they lost an OT to Georgia Tech. I think they're they they gave Kansas a pretty good game. I think Duke's not bad. Um, I might even put that as a play uh, this huh. week. Now we get to the three thirties here, Mark. Old Miss huh. LSU. We kind of talked about this earlier. You think LSU is going to get that one done in Death Valley? Yes. I really like Old Miss to find a way in this one, but then again, I'm not going to touch it because it does feel like you know you know the it's old trap. It's oh, a yeah. Well, you know the old adage: if a ranked team is a dog, yeah, like, you got to go with the team that's getting the points. Like they they know something, especially yeah. at home. Uh, you know, Daniels doesn't turn over the football compared to Dart. Uh, yeah, that feels like it feels like a good pick there. Um, we also talked about UCLA, Oregon a little bit earlier, and you're big on UCLA there. We love and the under. Here's and one. Texas, you. Oklahoma State. Yes, that's the one. What do you think there? I think Texas is starting to get in high gear. They're looking really yep. good offensively. Yep. I think Sark has them going. He's finally got everything under control. They were a little bit convoluted earlier in the season, but right now everything is gung ho. I think Texas a runaway. Wow, so so I mean, it it is I'll crazy to see. Texas by at least two touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy to see Texas as a minus six on the road versus Oklahoma State as good as they've been. Yeah, but I'm saying Texas at least two touchdowns. Yeah, Oklahoma State coming off that tough loss in Fort Worth. Maybe they're not as good as people think. Texas kind of had their yo-yo game last week, barely surviving the game. Versus yeah. Cyclones, so yeah, I'm I'm with you on that, and I love that total at sixty and a half. Yeah, over in that game, really feeling that one as well. Yeah, that's a good now. One. 
Now, the Spencer Sanders health concern, though, that can be interesting to kind of look at. I know there's – interesting, yeah, but just have to wait for game day. Yeah, wait and see. See Um, what happens. But you know what, though? You might get some value uh, playing Texas now at six because if he doesn't play, obviously that's going to go up even more. So if you like Texas, you get him now. Um, Yeah. For sure. Now, if you think, you know, you think the old the old fighting pokes there and Stillwater might be able to pull one out. Well, you never you know, know Gundy, but you know Gundy's always good for a one good letdown every season. And this he's could be always, the one. He's done that his entire career. Yeah. And I think this is the week that he does it. It's Little goose egg. Is one big letdown. He'll lose by at least two touchdowns. And then Texas. Texas is, and then Texas rolling and looking like the team yeah. that's going to represent Hook. the Big Twelve. Hook some big stuff. Yeah. yeah. Hook now, whew, that's tough to say. Um, maybe horns down <laughs> a little more, a little more, a little more about that, Mark. Another three thirty here that catches my eye because it's a big number. BC going to Wake, number thirteenth ranked Demon Deacons. Twenty and a half is that number there for Wake, and sixteen and a half is the total. I don't really think Wake's defense is very good, but they're they're starting to maybe improve a little bit. And and I BC, think, uh, I don't know, man. They they can't run the ball, so I'm no. kind of laying and thinking to go with Wake to win the game, even by three touchdowns. It's really close. I'm kind of thinking. I'm thinking the over. Obviously, I think Wake's gonna just. I mean, dominate the yeah. Season. Name yeah. name the number essentially. Over. I mean, if Florida State put up forty four yeah. on them, yeah, I'm with you on that. But it's about the points. Is BC going to get you there as well? Yeah, I think. I don't think like they're always very conservative. I mean, even looking back to the Jim Grobe era, you can think about how Wake Forest football plays. They're always conservative, and they've always been conservative. I think they'll stick that way. They won't run up the score. They'll still win by two touchdowns, but they won't cover the spread. It's like a classy, conservative, high-octane offense they run now with that mesh. It's Pretty much, crazy. yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> this is the right adjectives to use for it, I think. Um, a classy, high-octane offense, yeah. <laughs> That's conservative still at the same time. Um, <laughs> another top 25 team here, Mark, at 330 on ESPN2. Yeah. Tulane, two the Green Wave with the best logo in the country. Green Wave. All going right. against Memphis. The Tigers have been bitten by some bad luck. Tulane's a seven-point favorite. I'm going to tell you right now, as much as I love Tulane, I think I'm taking Memphis to cover, although lost the game to Houston last Friday, a couple Fridays ago by one, and then the heartbreaker – where they went to the four overtimes and finally just didn't get the two-point play yeah. down in Greenville versus the Purple Pirates. Oh. Man, I mean, maybe they're they're due to have a real bad game, and that's why it's at seven. What can you say? What's the uh, spread on that one? Seven points there for Tulane. Seven to Tulane. 55 and a half is the total. Give, I love that over. Give me – oh, the over, 100%, yeah, on the over. But give me Tulane with points. On that, because I mean, Memphis, like you said, they've had a rough patch. I mean, they had that bad game, they just barely lost by two points to East Carolina 47 45. Yep. They barely lost to Dana 33 32. 
Like they're they're due so, to not have a good game now because of those close losses. I think exactly. And I think Tulane, they're riding the green wave of momentum. Ooh, I like it. I like it. So I'm going with the green wave. Let's go Tulane. Yeah. Hey, BYU Liberty, uh, seven points for BYU going down to Lynchburg. I like that for the Kooks. Yeah, BYU, easy. Yeah, um, and and that's I got to actually mark in my office pool. Got to put a total with that. The total out in Vegas is fifty eight. Okay. I feel like under. I'm going under on that fifty eight. Really? You yeah. think BYU just kind of shuts down Liberty a little bit offensively? Yeah, I think I'm not sure with Liberty. Um, I mean, they're six and one. They're playing good football. Yeah, they're playing good football, but I don't think I think it's going to be kind of like a thirty to twenty game. Okay, okay. So it's just going to barely miss and get getting the that over. Yeah, I'm with yeah. you. I'm with you. Purdue, Wisconsin, the Boilermakers going to Camp Randall. Wisconsin somehow is a two and a half point favorite. I'm taking Purdue here. Mark all day. I love Aiden O'Connell, what they've been doing. And I also say this we typically say you, you don't want to Purdue because you don't, you know what I mean? But yeah, I'm sure. I'm feeling Purdue here. Uh I'm gonna have to go against you. I think really? Wisconsin. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Old Jimmy up there in Wisconsin since he's taking it over. I think he's got something yeah. going and they're working him to become the next head coach. Definitely. It's a big game for him at home. Yeah. It's his first home game since he got the job. Exactly, so. yes. Yeah. So, that's a big thing for him. So, I think he wants to make a statement, and he wants to run it down them like Wisconsin football does, just run it down their throats, and they'll be jumping around and singing Build Me Up Buttercup. The entire damn day. Oh, man, those are good songs right there. Oh, yeah. Especially in Madison. I'm telling you what, the Purdue's rush defense isn't going to just allow that to happen. I think it's going to be tighter than you think there, Mark. Um, I, I disagree, but <laughs> we'll see hey, what happens next Maryland, week. Maryland, 14-point favorite at Northwestern. I love them to cover that easily. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll just go – <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just one of those ones, if, if you're looking at it, they're, they kind of look at, you know, yeah. hey, games that are easy still make you money, too. Um, yeah. Mississippi State, Bama, now we're into the night window here. 21 points for Leach. He's getting 21 here. The total 61. I'm feeling an under game here, Mark. I, I am, and, too. I and think, I'm feeling old Miss to cover. I think under and – Mississippi State to cover. I like I their agree defense. With them completely. I their like defense their defense. Is great, but you never know what kind of Mike Leach team you're going to get from one game to another. You might get one that will put up 55 points. You might get one that will put up 15 points. You never know what you're going to get with Mike Leach. So I, I'm going the Mississippi State to cover and the under on that one. Yeah. And if Bama wouldn't have lost last week, I would have said they would have had a chance to win, but not now. Um, 
I love Will Rogers. Should be a fun game. That'll be a good one. Yeah. Another night game here, Mark. It starts at seven as well. I'm going to talk about it real quick. Boise Air Force. And the only reason I'm talking about it is because I think there's an opportunity to definitely get and hammer that over there. 47 and a half. Oh, uh, God, yeah. Yeah, because I, Hammer it, yeah, Boise's rush defense is not as good as it has been. Competition hasn't been great to been playing. But system for Air Force is amazing. Just get on get in on that over and should be a pretty good game there. Uh between be easy. I yeah. mean Air Force, I mean, their offense has been pretty good throughout pretty the year. Pretty solid. And Boise, I mean, they've been hit or miss. Yeah. But it's still Boise State. So they've yeah. got the playmakers. They not can... on the blue though. So not yeah. on the blue. Yeah. yeah. Still down in the mountains down there in Colorado Springs. But yeah. I'll go with Boise. They'll be ready. Um, so I'm, go- I'm I'm saying Boise, upset, yeah. but I'm going it over. Hey, I, I feel you on that, Mark. Now, seven thirty here in Happy Valley, Penn State, Minnesota. Mm. Penn State, sixteenth ranked team in the country. It's a four and a half point spread mm. for the Nittany Lions. Forty four and a half is the total. I personally, in this football game. I'm feeling Minnesota. If you're catching any more than four and a half, I'm all about them. I think Penn State's a little bit overrated right now. And I think Minnesota does one thing really well, and that's run the football with Ibrahim and some of those other backs they've got. And Penn State's rush defense did not look good against Michigan. <sighs> this is a hard game to pick. It is. It, it really it's is. Really hard. I love the. I, 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 I love the road of boat. By the way, Scotty, my go go. Yeah. I think uh, it's going to go over, but I'm going to go against you. I think Penn State. They are overrated a little bit, but so is Minnesota, and I think the battle between the two overrated Big Ten teams, the Penn State's going to come out on top on that one. Yeah, and, and also the whiteout at night. It's the whiteout. Yeah. I didn't even know it was the whiteout, so yeah. The whiteout adds some extra yeah. push it, in there. It plays a role yeah. for sure. Um, yeah. You already told me you think South Carolina at home as a yep. dog. South Carolina, A&M. A&M. That's my underdog of the week. Okay, okay. Going going with going with the Gamecock, Spencer Rattler. I, I I'm like nervous Shane about Beamer. him, bro. I'm nervous. I have a little Beamer ball. I'm nervous, though, about him, Mark Rattler, interceptions, although they were all early and they seem to all be against Georgia for the most part. So maybe he gets back to protecting it a little bit more. And and, and it's not like it's not like A&M has a quarterback right now either. Yeah. I mean, A&M doesn't really have much of a pass rush. It's just kind of mediocre, to say the least. So I think the offensive line for South Carolina can hold enough to where Rattler can have some time in the pocket to be able to find those open receivers and be able to pick apart the A&M defense. Is it not weird, though, how A&M was so highly thought of and it's just kind of falling apart for him here this year and, and how Jimbo's just kind of kind of become a a, a guy that is losing a lot of luster really quickly. Well, he's a guy that has 
as far as I know, 10 years and $90 million guaranteed. So what the hell does he have to lose? (laughs) (laughs) He's like Mel Tucker, same way at Michigan State. Got 10 years, $9 million. Well, you got to lose. Yeah, that's, that's right. You might as well just do what you want at that point in time. Um, yeah, hey, sure. speaking of another coach that's got some, making some good money and playing good, and that's Central Florida. They're going down to Greenville to take on those Purple Pirates coming off that Ooh. four-overtime win. UCF is a five-point favorite on the road, uh, and, and the total is 63 in the hook. Like – I'm going to tell you right now, there's not a lot about that game that I trust either way, but Central Florida does feel like they're win, but does it feel like it's by five? I don't know. I mean, East Carolina maybe could win this game. Yeah, I can't say I've watched an entire Central Florida or ECU game this entire season. I haven't watched an entire one. I've caught minutes, though. Yeah, I've caught minutes the exact same way. But... um. Just have to – it's kind of coin flip, I'd say. But I think uh, Malzahn, he's got more experience. I think he'll be able to pull it out. So, I'd go Central Florida. I think it's an behind. exciting game, though. Like, one that I'll definitely kind of flip over and see what's going on. Oh, for it. sure. But yeah. I'll go Central Florida money line. All okay. Right. Okay, money line. Yeah, there we go. Fair. Paying a little extra, but but, but worth it. Yeah. Um, Eight o'clock window here. Night game at Fort Worth. We kind of talked on it a little bit earlier. I love Max Duggan the way they're playing. I want him to be undefeated coming into Morgantown. Um, K State, though, Mark, I will say they're impressive. And I, like we said, the over at 53 seems like a, a, an absolute bargain steal. Like, do it now before it moves. I mean, K State, they're doing good. You can't hate on him this year. I mean, Martinez, the stuff that he's been doing. Hasn't thrown an interception yet. I hope yeah. he's jinxed He's been amazing. Yeah. And how the hell Scott Frost screwed that one up, I don't, still don't know. But I'm sure everybody in Nebraska is asking the same question. <laughs> right. But Climbing got, did something different with him. He didn't have Deuce Vaughn in the backfield, that's for sure. Yeah, you got Vaughn. He's doing great. So, you never know. Uh, I still think TCU with Duggan, I think they are too high-powered. And it's going to be a shootout. It's going to be an old-fashioned Big 12 shootout. It's going to be like 45 to 42, like the West yeah. Baylor game. You know, Mark, I'm, I'm with you. So you're hammering the over at 53. Like, hammering. Hammering. Yeah. Hard. I mean, hard. How hard hammering on that one. <laughs> dude, well, I mean, here's the thing. And you you really kind of it's it's kind of unbelievable to think about it, but like I'm not sure how good TCU's defense is. Like, think about it. Have they played a great offense this year? And they've given up some points to teams. Like, they really haven't played too many great teams. They got lucky that they 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 opened up. If I remember right, they opened Colorado, Colorado, yeah, yep, and then they beat Tarleton State powerhouse they are and they also i remember the oklahoma and smu games and the kansas was close i mean in kansas they didn't have they didn't have daniels yeah so, they didn't have daniels in double overtime 
for Oklahoma State. Got him so, a big win against Oklahoma State in double OT. You know. So yeah, it's kind of a issue there, but I still think they score more than K State. Yeah. Because they've got more weapons than K State. K State just has what Adrian Martinez. So and and, and Deuce Bond. Deuce Bond, yeah. Yeah. I mean so. it's it comes it, it it should be and Phil Brooks is pretty all right too. I mean K State, like you said, hammering the over. Um yeah. Easy. Pitt, Easy Louisville, over. Pitt Louisville is a such a young game. That's my lock of the week right there. The over really? for K State. Oh and TCU. Lock of the week. No, the over. The over in that game. Yeah. Yeah. That's my lock of the week. Hey, you know another another play I was looking at here, Mark, in, in a night game. Pitt Louisville over 55. Feels like they get there. Hmm. Um, I haven't actually watched much of Louisville this year. They're... I can't really say anything. I, I know the Pitt fans are kind of souring on the quarterback there, Slovis. Yeah. They're really souring on him quickly. They, they want that they're... patty kid. Yeah. They yeah. didn't. Struggling a little bit recently, but Louisville. Hey. I mean, Satterfield's kind of playing for his job. Yeah, for his job. Yeah, I could see it. I could see the over on that one. Yeah, I'm. But I in, think uh, Pitt will end up winning it. You do. So you like Pitt plus plus the points then? I Definitely. like Pitt. I like Pitt plus the points. Yes. Yeah. That one. Interesting. Um, I'll tell you this too, Mark. The, in the the late late night night games, San Diego State minus seven is a is an absolute uh, hammer play. I think Nevada's garbage. Oh uh, God! Didn't they lose to Hawaii last week? Uh, Nevada, I believe they did. Yeah, I think they lost to Hawaii. They last did. Week. Yeah, because it was one of those. I wake up in the middle of the night to go take a piss and. Something's on my television. Oh, it's a Hawaii game. <laughs> like, why not? Why would it not be on at this time of night? Yeah. And then, I mean, they also lost to Colorado State for crying out loud. So, yeah. Hey, they bad. beat Incarnate Word though. Give them credit for that. And New Mexico State. Those are big oh, time. There you go. Right there. Yeah. Good what's for Nevada. The, what's the spread on uh, Colorado Oregon State? We've got a twenty-three and a half point spread for the Beavers. <laughs> Goodness gracious, Colorado is, I mean, I know they're bad, but really? Yeah, I think Colorado covers that. I do, too. They just beat Cal. They're, yeah. they're fired up. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that, Mark. Go Ralphie. Yeah, right? Get 23 and a half. I love it. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I do like Wyoming minus four and a half against Utah State. Um, I like the Cowboys. Got my reasons. Okay. We, we ride the Cowboys. My dad just uh, weirdly started liking them, dude. It's it's kind of a weird thing. Uh, but they win games. <laughs> uh got drunk one night in Laramie, Wyoming, and I had a good time. So hey, it's that's a good yeah, enough well, reason. Yeah. I've also gotten drunk at uh Logan, Utah. So okay, so either way. I've gotten drunk in both towns. Hey, okay, so you can't win you can't lose. No. Four and a half's a weird number, too. Can't lose. I will Say though, uh, I think Utah State lost to another shitty team, didn't they? They lost to uh, Colorado State, didn't they? Uh, 
Utah, Utah State did lose to Colorado. No, they beat barely beat Colorado State. Okay. Well, I'm going with Wyoming, man. Go they, they barely beat UConn as well. Go Cowboys. Yeah, all, all day. Dude, yeah. the final game here, Washington and Cal at 1030. Washington. Allen Berkeley. You, Washington. You think big, Washington. big, minus seven and a half. Easily, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. What's the over-under? You got the Jack Plummer kid versus Panix. The the, uh, the the total is fifty five, and it's seven in the hook for for the Huskies. Mm. Yeah. Washington to cover seven and a half and under. Man, that's over, a, over under. Yeah, that's so weird though because because you got Colorado. Not one are really good because Washington. They haven't really shown much this entire season. They've been upset a few times. So, you don't know what you're going to expect. And then Cal, they're coming off a loss to Colorado, which is the most embarrassing thing possible this season. (laughs) (laughs) You know what's weird, though, is I do feel like Washington, one thing that I can say looking at them is they score points. They do. They score points against everybody. And I'm thinking Cal. But Cal does have a good defense. They did hold Colorado to, I think, what, 13? Yeah, but but, okay, great. (laughs) I know know it's a freaking joke right now. But But still. 28-9 versus Cal. Oh, man. I mean, they did give up 31 to Arizona. Cal did, so. I I could see that game being 28-9, to this one. Washington over Cal. Like I'm, I'm going to say Washington scores more, but 55 is a big number for a team that you can't count on Cal to do anything. Yeah, yeah you can't count on them. Uh, yeah, they've scored nine and 13 the last two weeks versus Wazoo and Colorado. And now we're supposed I mean, to – You're Marshall, supposed to take them Marshall plus seven and, and a half. Rodgers ain't walking in. The <laughs> They're not walking in that door. Soon. Yeah, I, that's easy. So, yeah, I think Washington's definitely hammer spot there, seven and a half. That's yeah, still feels weird. Um, Mark, brother, I'm glad you came on here, man, to talk the slate and uh, give us the Walter Washington trophy. Um, well, yeah, hell, yeah, you gotta love a good Walter Washington mention. Don't hey, you? and and so we'll we will get the picks um from from you the the, the Sixer. We'll throw them up on 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 Twitter. And yeah. your lock, and your lock was the was the Kansas State TCU over. Okay, yeah, at fifty three. Okay, that's it. Well, Mark, buddy, glad to have you on, Duder. And and oh, you know what? Actually, we we not getting out of here quite yet, and there's a reason why. Yeah. Uh, we typically chronological order, but Mountaineers and uh, the herd. Oh, we haven't talked about WVU and Marshall. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's first get to. Um, the Marshall James Madison game, Mark, real quick. Um, Jamie, 12 and a half point favorite. <sighs> Marshall coming in quarterback issues. Jamie looking good at that position with Centrino. Finally got knocked off. Their defense is real good. 50 and a half the total. Man, uh, I kind of like Marshall to cover this, but I, I think the unders the play. Are you playing with your heart on that one? No, I, I actually think Marshall will will hang around in the football game. I think I mean, it'll be a good game. I think we're looking at like 
24-14 type of game. Yeah, I love Centino. I mean, I think he's a hell of a quarterback at JMU. Yeah, they he is got, good. Yeah, he's, I mean, great dual threat kind of quarterback that could attack Marshall's defense. And Marshall hasn't shown me anything much on defense outside, really? of, the, outside of the Notre Dame game. See, I, I thought they played well against Troy on defense. And then even in the loss against Louisiana, it wasn't necessarily their fault. They, they, they don't have good complimentary football right now. Because they, they can't throw the ball down the field 15 yards. They lost in overtime to Bowling Green. Come that on. Was that was bad. Okay. So we're in agreement there. <laughs> but Oh, yeah. 100%. 100%. <laughs> but, I mean, how – Marshall, they, they're anemic the, offensively. Marshall, Marshall still doesn't have much of a identity on offense. Laybourne is a great runner mm-hmm. that, on that end, but they don't have much of a passing identity right now. In oh, none. Game. Colby. I mean, how do you pronounce his name? I, I said I said Columby. I say Colby, but, but, <laughs> but tomato, you know. tomato. Tomato, tomato. I call, him, I call him Andre instead of Henry. Yeah. He hasn't really done too much to impress anybody in the passing game. And yeah. Huff is really – Huff was a running back coach at Alabama for a reason. That's why Marshall is focusing heavily on the ground game right now. And I think – it's just going to bite him in the ass at the very end because they don't have any other option other than figuring out the ground game surrounding Laybourne. And James Madison right now in the season, Mark, is giving up 37 yards a game on the ground. That is it. 37 yards. And, again, that That's screws Marshall. That screws Marshall. Yeah, that it maybe it does get a little uglier in 12 and a half. It's gonna get it's gonna be a crap show. You're calling a bloodbath here. I'm calling a bloodbath. James Madison's gonna be the absolute hell out of Marshall. So you're thinking like 31 3, 31 10. I'll give you one 31 10. So, Laborn breaks one big one. Yeah, okay. I, I'm. I don't. I don't have much faith in him winning. Twelve and a half feels pretty. Like maybe, like you said, maybe a steal for JMU. Okay, now, now to the uh, to the main event, buddy. Uh, <laughs> now you're getting to my territory. <laughs> yeah, we got ourselves a, a three o'clock start. So two out there in Lubbock from Jones Stadium, Mountaineers. Going to take on the Red Raiders, both three and three. This line now sits at six, Mark. 64 and a half the total. What man, I I love us to win the football game A. And then I think the overs at 64 and a half is a, almost an assured thing. That's a sure thing for sure. Yeah, <laughs> it feels like it. That's like uh, easy. I mean, that's easy money. They're just you want to write a check in Vegas? That's what you need right there. You, you, literally, you literally just lay down the most units you want on yeah. that play. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, Tech, 
they've got a good quarterback in Smith. I mean, he's a good player. I mean, he's got – but they don't have any running game. It's going to be just through the air. It's going to be a – and I think JT Daniels has the better hand over Smith. And right. I think West Virginia will win in a shootout. And it'll be like what Baylor was. It'll be like 42 to 40, something around that area. Yeah. I'm kind of with you on that, dude. Also, I think, like, if Smith doesn't play, you, you got that um, – the, the true freshman that played last week oh, for him. Morton. Uh, yeah, and Morton that yeah. swung it 62 times. That's yeah. crazy. He, like, he was but, good, too. Yeah. And, and Chuck may be back. Like, and they even said they want to use all three of them at one point in time if they do. Like, yeah. here's the thing, though, Mark. But, I, I, and I, I was looking this up, right? Okay. Texas Tech, if okay. you take out the game uh, with Murray State, right, they're only averaging 28 points a game offensively. They're averaging 87 plays. So, like, they're playing fast, but they're not always playing well when they're playing fast. Like, so right. maybe – if we can run the football a little bit, if we get Donaldson back, you add him with Mathis and Johnson, and they don't stop the run particularly well. Yeah, that's we kinda... the, yeah, that's the whole thing with Mathis. I mean, you saw it with the Baylor. He's starting to really come into his own. Oh, yeah, that stretch runs with him are going to be potentially yeah. really big, I think, the second half of the season. And then, then you throw Donaldson in as well. Oh, yeah. I mean, you got double-edged sword on that one, and you got – and, and then you can throw the ball with yeah, I mean, Prather and Ford Wheaton, the outside Prather, and Reece Reece Smith making plays. Yeah. I mean, like we, we the hell, the hell man, knows. we need Trevon Wesco back. Oh shit, Wesco, man, he was a player. And dude, yeah. Texas Tech, like when they had that Jason Morrow cat for them back in the day. Yeah, dude, wild oh, God, Syracuse, good Ugh. lord, those tight end end arounds, <laughs> not good. The, Running arounds in the friggin' pinstripe bowl. <laughs> yeah, I don't, that? I don't ever see that again. Hey, Mark, mm. by the way, we're 185 on the money line. Mm. I like that. Ain't bad. No, not at all. And, I'm, dude, we so we I'm trying not to bet because when you I'm do, not, bad things happen. Well, I got a wedding to pay for this spring. <laughs> yeah, keep 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 the uh keep the emotion out of it. Exactly. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> hey, so we've we have lost to them three times in a row, right? But we beat them five times in a row before that. Like, what a streaky little series. I I think we're going to get this one though, dude. I think so too. I mean, Tech, it's uh always an interesting series. I'll never forget being at a buddy of mine's wedding. I was in his wedding, and we were in the middle of Manhattan, and we were outside the church. Kansas or New York? Uh, okay, all right. We, we were outside of the church, and okay. the, pre, the pre, the Catholic wedding, came out, and the limo dropped the groomsmen off, and they went back over to New Jersey to pick up the bridal hall. And sitting out, looking at my phone, just updating the ESPN app, 
mm-hmm. on everything. And I had the priest for the Trinity Church in Manhattan bless my phone before Josh Lambert's 50 kick that sealed the deal and won us the game. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that's hey, and that was a miracle kick right there. So yeah. maybe maybe you got one for us there. Wasn't that like a forty to thirty-seven win? It was like forty, yeah, it was forty thirty-seven, something oh, like that. Oh man, I was oh, like that was that was crazy. <laughs> I remember we were in the hotel in New Jersey, and the photographer just went and I'm weddings. They got pictures of the. uh being ready and whatnot. Oh yeah, and and they were wanting to get pictures. He was wanting to get pictures of us getting ready, and we were all we all just had beers in our hands, sitting around the TV, like, eh, Thank you. <laughs> <I> don't care. <laughs> we don't care. <laughs> I think we're trying to watch these games. Oh shoot. Oh dude. Well, hopefully, hopefully. I don't know, man. I'm I'm feeling good about it though. Feeling good about feeling good about us going down there and, and, and getting tech, man. I really I really do. Like if as, as long as we kind of it's control the clock and create a turnover or two, I think we'll be fine. I would love to head up to Morgantown next week. The only game I'm going to this season. And be four and three, yeah. Be four and three, and we're going up against an undefeated team that's yep. ranked in the top 12. Yeah, I would love that. Probably top 10 at that point. Feeling like you got a chance, yeah. Yep, that's all you could ask. We're going into the game, and then if you do it, that's okay. West, West Virginia football. So you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> That's right. That should be the motto. That West is the motto. So you're telling me there's a chance. What's so your football? Saying there's a chance. Trust the clubs. So you're telling me there's a chance. <laughs> hey, as long as we get that chance, we'll take it. Hey, and all these bets here in, in the weekend is going to be fun. Uh, hopefully, there's a chance we win some money, dude. And here comes the money. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. Here comes the money. Money, money, money. money. <laughs> Ha ha ha!